Dear human, dear soul, I welcome you to my podcast series, Conversations with the Universe. Since a near-death experience, I have the gift to communicate with subtle levels of the cosmos. The knowledge from these for us invisible forms of energy I capture in my books and it is now a great pleasure for me to share this knowledge, these conversations, with you as a supplement to the books. Please excuse me if the terms and articulations are not perfect. Our mother tongue is German, but we try to translate it to the best of our abilities. Thank you. Taking up the threat of our last communication, I'm asking for another conversation about yourself, your work and everything we need to know. You said that you wanted to begin with the subject of birth, so please begin. The body is animated by the conscious energy of a soul, as you would describe it. The body connects with the cosmic energy of a soul for the duration of the functioning of its organs, the tools of its body. But this connection means that the cosmic energy has to enter a kind of cocoon, as you would say. It is rather a kind of court or coating. Courting. Court. Kind of a, a kind of a coat. Sorry, sometimes the words of human beings are a little bit strange to me. <laughs> But thank you for your support. But this process weakens the soul considerably and it also enters a lower state of vibration than it inhibited it before birth. When the soul's energy is decelerated in this way, its perception becomes distorted. To be precise, during this process, the soul develops fears and feelings of helplessness that it had not known before entering the body. The feeling of helplessness will also increase the fear. My task is the vehement harmonizing of the soul's cosmic energy with the body. In order to do this, I will permanently and insistently in the proximity of the mother's energy long before the moment of true incarnation after the many instances of the soul entering the body. Dear Anubis, thank you for this explanation. Does this mean that you bring the energy of the mother into a state that enables you to permanently balance in, in it in case such tensions arise? Yes. That would be the short description of my words. I, I accompany this process like a guardian who makes sure that the soul's energy does not experience excessive overloads and convoluted disorientation, nor the body which begins to feel the animation of the body. Flesh becomes consciously directed flesh. I myself have experienced strabism relatively shortly after my birth. Medicine just operated on the muscle involved but never bothered to ask for the reason of this. Could it be that this type of overtension, as I would call it, was a consequence of birth? Yes, 
very often such forms that is when a muscle takes up a different type of movement than the one it was meant to do are a result of the birth process and its accompanying circumstances. At the time, the energy of the body that you wanted to inhabit was not vibrating highly enough in comparison to your own soul energy. And this sent all the organs and hence also these muscles into a sort of over-tension. The cosmic energy was too high for this small human body, which had a very low vibration. Most of it I was able to balance, but your body's eyes were too delicate and hence it was not possible to adjust them. Your inner being will always have a very high vibration that your body will never be able to match. You are experiencing this overtension to this day. Yes, that makes sense. Well, there are some relaxation, <laughs> relaxation exercises that help me a lot, but I have always suspected something like that. What else could happen that you would not be able to balance at birth? This is a broad field. Because organs like the heart or the lungs, for example, are also organs that cannot always handle the divergent energies. What's that like? Can you explain to me briefly in detail how you work during such a process? Friend of the Indians taught us that the soul does not incarnate immediately or rather not until the baby's very first cry. From what moment on do you operate? I am there when life starts to experience the last moments in the mother's body. That is when she goes into labor. A body's readiness to emerge means to my energy the readiness to receive balance. And how exactly does that happen? Can you please describe this in detail? A soul begins to visit the body it wants to inhabit during the time of its gestation, sometimes more often, sometimes less often. Thus begins the slow merging process of the cosmic energy with the organism. Most of it is being directed by the souls and their choices. But as soon as the body is ready to exist on its own, it triggers the process of the final merging of body and soul. From this moment on, my energy operates via a sort of spiritual umbilical cord from the spiritual plans into the body. Both poles are directed and united by me. Okay, and you support the entire birth process, right? At what time do you withdraw? The baby's first cry means that the being's free will has prevailed and continues to live through the body. And then I'm no longer needed. And if such a birth process takes a long time? No matter. At the first cry, I am redundant. Wow, 
Well, as we mentioned last time, you are a sort of energy carpet that operates through everything in eternity. How do I have to imagine this? Is the delivery room uh, or are you all around the room or just above the mother? Can you briefly describe this in a little more detail, please? As long as you ask for physical places, I will name four locations. Above, below, above the mother and below the mother, left and right of the mother. Like a magnetic field that operates and guides the energy into all directions, into all forms. And as soon as the process is complete, you dissolve or what happens then? Then I leave this concentrated form and return into my universal form. Okay, so when I try to imagine this now, then you are a sort of energy carpet and you are present at this birth in a more concentrated form, which at this place, in this moment, envelopes the mother in a more concentrated form according to your intent, right? Right. Okay. How far, how many centimeters, how many meters do I have to imagine that? I mean, the carpet becomes more or less a sphere or what? The carpet is still there, but it is a sphere in places. How far above, below, left and right the mother are you? <laughs> in human terms... Eight centimeters would describe what you want to talk about. Exactly? Exactly. That is not very much. It is that which is visible outside of the body. But I am also inside. Hmm. Are there things that interfere with the way you operate? The injuries of those parts of the body, that which you would call caesarean section, are a problem for me. Because they create a body opening that weaken my stability around this body considerably. As if you would cut a hole into a vase. The whole vessel is energetically compromised and not even I cannot entirely repair this energetic leak. What are the consequences for the people who are born by Caesarean section? A wise question, Sylvia. It means that the life has started, though an unusual movement, mm. out of the body, not naturally and not in accordance with the cosmos. These people usually have an exceptional amount of fears. Oh, because you were not able, they were not able to balance that in that time from you? No, because the whole process was out of kilter and happened too quickly. Oh, because you could not operate properly, right? Because my balancing energy did not have time to work because of the speed and the unbalanced movement of the bodies. Oh, but sometimes this is the only way. I know that. But I am answering your question. Yes, okay. 
Is there something that you would like to impart to the people on the subject of birth? I would like to. The cosmic energy is guided and directed by the all-pervading, all-creating source. This means that all that happens in the cosmos is guided and directed by source. The free will of human beings as well as the free will of other beings on other planets will never be able to interrupt or prevent this process. Therefore, I would like to use this moment to reiterate the eternity of this process. For as soon as human beings realize that they are an integral part of these cosmic forces and processes, trust in the universe will grow deep in their soul, their source of life. You should make more and better use of this trust. Just as all beings of the cosmos accept, love and trustfully accept these processes, likewise should human beings use the exceptionally beautiful moment of birth to surrender themselves trustfully to the energies that guard this process. Then, they will be able to live and operate on this worldly plane in spiritual and physical health. Okay, thank you. I have one more question. What if a child does not breathe when newly born children do not breathe for a long time and then develop brain damage? Are you involved in this process in any shape or any form? I mean, what is happening there? Can you tell me something about that? Those are physical processes, my dear. Mm. I cannot say anything about them. Because at that stage the physical forces have taken over. And as much as the soul may want to live, the body may not be able to. Therefore, unfortunately, I cannot answer this question. Okay, I understand. Do you have any other information about the subject? No. Well then, thank you very much. Uh, by the way, do I address you as a person? You are neither he, sword, nor it. <laughs> you haven't been any physical incarnation. I guess I see you as an energy state, right? That is fine. Great. Then please... Dear Anubis Energy, please tell me what you would like to talk about tomorrow. About my involvement from the vantage point of this plane in the processes of human life, but not yet about death. Okay, then I'm very much looking forward. Thank you very much. Love. Thank you, Sylvie. Love. Love.